Welcome to the Soul Rollers podcast, where we discuss jiu-jitsu, life and self-mastery. Here are your hosts, Jackson Gage and William Dennis. All right, here we go. Episode number 33 of the Soul Rollers Jiu-Jitsu podcast. My name is Jackson Gage. I'm here with William Dennis, a.k.a. Turner Smiles. And uh, we're here for another week of jujitsu life and self-mastery and uh, discussions about uh, all kinds of uh, valuable shit. Maybe it's not valuable. Maybe it's entertaining. And uh, yeah, just talking about life, drinking some coffee. And uh, is that what you're drinking there? Coffee? Yeah, decaf. No. Oh, decaf. Yes, decaf. You don't need any caffeine when you talk. And uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Makes my so, brain. Um, yeah, so we got... Uh, well, first, I want to give a couple shout outs, as always. But um, we have last week, I talked about throwing in some uh, if uh, about the little link on Spotify where you can leave uh, messages. And actually, three people left messages this week. So we're going to we're going to go ahead and insert those in the, into the show. And we'll talk about them in a minute here. And we'll play them for you. So uh, yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. But a uh, quick shout out from me to uh, to Ahmed who's one of my training partners. We got our blue belts about the same time. And uh, he went and competed in adult. He's 183, but they, I guess they merged into the 205 this past weekend. Cause there wasn't enough people. And he was like, all right, fuck it. You know? And uh, he had three matches and submitted all three. And uh, which was pretty dope. And dude is a freaking beast. So good shit Ahmed. And I got to roll with that motherfucker all the time. So he's a, uh, definitely a tough role and then doesn't give one fucking inch. So good. Uh, good job, man. That's, that's pretty hardcore. That's awesome, man. Cause no matter what in jujitsu, like other people's growth is shared amongst everyone there. It's so amazing that as he gets better, you're forced to get as well because you have to roll with them. Exactly. And so it's so amazing that our community, every one of us that push ourselves to get better, we all benefit from it. Exactly. Yep. What and a blessing. Yeah. It's, it's huge. And those, a lot of time they're the roles that this is good for white belts that are listening. You know, a lot of times the guys that you're trying to avoid, you don't want to roll with those guys. Those are the guys you go ahead and roll with the guy you don't want to roll with. And you're going to get better quicker, you know, because you, you know, you're going to get your, your butt whooped a little bit and you're going to learn how to not get your butt whooped. If you're not getting your butt whooped, then how the fuck are you going to learn how to not get your butt whooped? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So the same thing goes for life, man. The, the stuff that you're avoiding in life that you don't want to address is the, where, where all the treasure lies that will improve your life the most exactly yep yep it's uh definitely mirrors life man so um also you had mentioned masters worlds a uh, shout out to Torin. he's he's over in las vegas right now for masters worlds adult blue belt some yep. uh i think like 130 pounds he is or something like that so good luck Torin. and uh you probably got some guys going yeah um it's been great to see uh, coach is getting ready to go professor. Uh, he's going to compete on Thursday. Uh, I think Chris and Victor, some other uh, blue belts are competing. Uh, and then D is competing. Uh, I got to roll with him last night. He's doing well. He's really trained hard. Uh, we're going to chat before he takes off. So that'll be exciting to kind of, um, the thing that's most exciting about those guys going to compete is it isn't about like a like, oh, we're going to just, you know, out jujitsu people they, to see their mindsets and the, the peace before the, the calm before the storm. And, you know, 
and uh, like professors really leading the way with his mindset has really just evolved more and more and more since I've been there. Um, and it's something we can get into later on in the podcast that I want to talk about, but man, those guys are dialed in. They've been working super hard, battling through injuries, everything that you commit to, to, to do this journey. It, it's inspiring and love you guys. You guys go out there and perform, give your best and uh, rock it. You guys are doing good, man. Yeah. You're representing every well. Right on. Yep. Yep. Right on. Um, let's see. Anything else? Uh, shout Sorry out to. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. William got. Uh, William shout got out to Chet. Uh, he put Chet? the. He put the vice on my throat and caused me to uh, have a voice like this. So I apologize and uh, grateful. <laughs> yeah, the that was the like, lesson learned. That was like four or five days ago. William's been hasn't been able to talk. Just, you know, he's barely getting his voice back. He got the shit choked out of him so bad by by Chet. But knowing William, it's probably like Ronald and he's just calling him Chet and shit. He's going to go back to the gym and like, bro, my name is fucking Ronald, you know, <laughs> and and that <laughs> that leads when someone, in. Chet, when someone chokes you like that, you uh, you definitely get their name right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so speaking of that, speaking of wrong names, uh, last week, William was telling a story of one of the guys that came and told him he was listening to our podcast and uh how he had gone through a divorce and whatnot <laughs> and he referred to him as noah and then come to find out it was actually jose and so you know <laughs> it's like you got we're gonna have to wrong that right on the show this time because people like it's your gym are gonna be like fuck noah's going through a divorce shit i don't even know if he was married or not shit sorry noah people are walking over consoling him and shit bringing him bringing him get you could come hang out at my house noah you know i know what you're going through but uh (laughs) but um so jose is one of the first people who sent in uh one of these messages and before we get into it i just want to encourage you again if if you go to spotify um there on the episode there's uh like if you hit the little more link there's a link that says anchor voice messages and you can leave a one up to a one minute voice message about anything, anything we talk about, any questions you have, you want to shout out your brand, you want to shout out your uh, like training partners, anything, say some funny shit, say whatever you want. Um, go ahead and leave a message and then we'll integrate it into like one of the next shows. So and I think that's a pretty cool feature and three people uh, took advantage of it last week. So we're going to play those right now for you guys. And the first one is Jose Reyes aka noah because william doesn't care about memorizing people's names <laughs> all i care about is jujitsu fuck these guys um so jose we're gonna play that right right quick and uh and then we'll we'll talk about it what's up guys it's um uh, jose aka noah according to will uh if he hasn't explained that one to you guys i'll let will explain it um i only have a minute on here but quick and simple man jackson what's up man uh, hopefully one day we get to meet each other. If not, you know, it is what it is, but yeah, man, when you mentioned, um, divorce in the first episode, man, it really struck home and that's what I'm going through now. Divorce part wasn't the hard part. My daughter taking away from me was probably the hardest part. Hit depression, gained about close to 40 pounds. Um, just depression hit hard. Uh, once I got her back, that's when I found jujitsu through a really close friend of mine that goes to rivalry. Um, met Will day one. And it's, it's been home ever since, man. It's my safe space. Um, yeah, I love it. If it wasn't for this podcast, uh, 
I don't know if I'd love it in, anymore, but it's it's making me love it a bit more. So thank you guys. Appreciate y'all. Okay. So Jose, first of all, thanks for sending that in. Like we, we appreciate that. We appreciate you being vulnerable and, and sharing that because that's the type of shit that helps other people, man. When you're, when you're honest, you know, about your life and, you know, both of us have been through that before and, and had to deal with, you know, what's going to happen with our life, you know, going through a divorce and having kids involved and not being able to see your daughter or your daughters, um, or not being able to see them even as much as you used to, you know, like, uh, that, that makes, that's hard in itself. And, you know, I don't know, you probably have thoughts on that, William too, you know, um, gaining weight, getting depressed shit. I, I went through all that shit. I, yeah. I gained weight. I was fucking seemed like my injuries were worse when I was going through that so much stress and tension and, uh, you know, but there is light on the other side and I'm glad that you found jujitsu Jose and, uh, you know, and that you're able to take your daughter. What a connection that is for your life, man. And that's something you guys will have. Nobody can take that from you, bro. Stay doing that with her and keep it fun. And, you know, she'll take to it. And for the rest of your life, man, you guys have something you can do together. There's a lot of parents who don't have any connection with their, there's nothing in common with their kids, but you guys have jujitsu, man. You can travel anywhere with her and do jujitsu. You can meet up and it's just something powerful that you have with her that, that, um, you know, a lot of parents don't have that type of connection. So something that you can be passionate about. I'm sure you have thoughts on that, William. Yeah, for sure. Uh, like I said, I, I just started at that job. And so I'm trying to learn everyone's name. And so I, I don't know what my brain is doing. I'm mixing all this stuff up. And then I've been bad since being a cop. Like I, if you didn't have like a felony warrant attached to your name, I just erased it from my memory. Like I was, I knew like all their dates of birth, their tattoos. I knew everything about these wanted people, but one of the really bad, like flaws of that is like now that a day-to-day life i'm like wait what's your name again what's your name again and the good thing about jujitsu is like you start you know learning everyone's names and trying to pick up all their names and um so that's you know you know jose is known as aka noah from now on but um got to roll with them so it was fun we got to you know have some you know get some rolls in and, and uh yeah i remember the first day he came in so it's really inspiring that he shared that and uh you know so many people can relate man we're all going through some challenge or something but on the mats is a sacred ground where we can come be there for each other and and, and take care of each other and help each other through those times you know uh, a lot of guys have you know lost family members and stuff like that and uh you know while you're on the mat you get to share openly and, and you get support so I'm glad that that's something we can shine as a light on jujitsu for that, because truly that community is, is next to none. It's just so, so amazing. So I thank you for highlighting that and sharing that. And uh, thank you for listening, man. It means a lot. Yep. Thank you, Jose. And yeah, we'll, we'll meet eventually, man. Hopefully we get the role or whatever at some point. So yeah, thank you again. We, we are grateful that you, you, uh, you hit us up, man. So um, we, we will get to the, to the next one here which is from Kyle, I think it's Shuttick, uh, Shuttick, S-H-U-T-I-C, from, uh, from Texas. And uh, he's a listener in Texas, and he's, um, well, you can listen to the message here, and then we'll talk about it. So let's play this real quick. And Kyle, thank you so much, man. We appreciate it. You know, it's, it's the, the feeling of having somebody who you have no connection with other than a podcast hitting you up and, you know, letting you know they're listening and uh, letting you know that they're connecting with what you're saying is a, is a very uh, inspirational thing, man. So Kyle, we appreciate you and we're grateful that you hit us up and uh, hopefully we will be able to connect here in the future. And so let's play your message and then we will talk about it. 
Hey, what's going on, fellas? I'm, I'm glad, you know, we found, uh, found your podcast a few weeks ago. Well, I got back into training after a long time, you know, juice type white belt uh, and uh, here, here in Texas. And, you know, the other thing I have is an organization that, that works in the mental and physical uh, and social well-being of veterans and first responders. And a lot of what you share about your experience as police officers, you know, I've, I can relate to uh, as a veteran and the other guys that we've you know, had come into our community and, and, and reach out with us. And, you know, a lot of a lot of the things that you use through jujitsu, uh, we don't use that in the organization. You know, a lot of us do something in the martial arts. You know, I do jujitsu, other guys does judo. Uh, there's a lot of growth in that. And just to listen to you guys share uh, about about those things like we do it that that's how we grow as a community uh, i'm just really grateful that i found your podcast and you, know, you guys are so willing to open up about your experience as well because that's how we get it done i uh, appreciate you okay so um william i'll let you touch on this one i know you're like pretty passionate too about uh you know mental health amongst you know first responders and again kyle thank you for sharing that thank you for the work you're doing we appreciate it we appreciate you and uh, yeah, we'd actually like to have you on here to talk about what you're doing, man. I think that would be awesome. So I don't know what you think there, William. Yeah, it's super exciting. Um, the fact that I can be so passionate about something like this and, and, and Jackson, and it's through jujitsu that brought this to light and we can make these connections just because we are willing to get on here and start talking about things we're passionate about, talk about vulnerably about things we struggled with. And uh, I think shared experience is truly powerful in the healing process of going through what first responders, veterans, we all have to go through. And the more they know that they're not alone, that there are other people going through the same thing and that we got their back, we're here for them. That camaraderie, that, that belief that you're not alone is it, truly powerful, man. So the work you're doing is, is inspiring and exciting. That's what has guided me through this journey and, and it made me excited about being a coach, you know, getting those certifications was just to be able to give back to people that have given so much and find themselves in a dark place for being so uh, willing to serve in such difficult ways that left them in a really dark place at times in life. And sometimes it can be very disheartening to be stuck there and not have help. So what you're offering and what you're doing to be a blessing for others is next to none, just priceless. So, uh, it really touches my heart and yeah, I would love to connect. And my wife's from Texas, so, uh, she has family out there. So maybe when I, you know, we go out there to visit, maybe we can get some roles in, that would be really cool. I'd love to train out there. And uh, yeah, we got to get you on the episode uh, uh, on an episode as a guest and, and you can share your story, your experience with jujitsu and how it ties to mental health and all that you're doing, man, get the word out. So appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle, very much, man. Um, again, it's, that's an inspiration to us when we're able to connect with people just by sharing what we're passionate about. And honestly, man, if there's anybody else, any of your buddies out there trying to get into jujitsu or, you know, connected with what you're doing, man, shoot the podcast there, connect them with us, man. We'd love to connect with, you know, anybody who we can maybe help out or inspire or whatever it may be. So, uh, yeah, Kyle, again, thank you representing Texas and uh, jujitsu and yeah, man, keep it up. So the, uh, the last one here is just a quick one. Last week you were guessing on Jeff's uh, weight. And so he made sure that he uh, left us a message. Jeff, thank you, man. Thank you. He shared our episode again this week. So Jeff is the man. Jeff's very supportive, encouraging dude. I, I can tell that, you know, Jeff supporting all of his friends who have some shit going on. Jeff supports them. And that's that's what we should all be doing. You know, I, I relate with that because I, I, you know, that's, you know, that's the like I said before, when someone's starting something or someone's getting something going, 
whether it's a business podcast, whatever the, whatever it may be, your first line of promotion is your friends. And if you're not helping your friends out, then it's, it's, it makes for a, you know, a more difficult road. So anyhow, Jeff, we appreciate you, dude. Um, and here's your, here's Jeff's message and, uh, yeah, play. What up? So rollers, uh, it's one eighty one five, man. That's where I'm at right now. 181.5. Yeah. 181.5. I, I, I don't know if it's true because I, the only, I think, you know, uh, we should get everyone that wants to guess the weight and see if it's true is like, let them get you in mount. And then you have to guess the weight. <laughs> not, not right. Just sitting here safely. Because God damn, even these mount is like really solid these days, but man, you know, Jess is just, and he, he just, as soon as he starts working toward, you're just like, ah, shit, he's going to get me. It's like, you know, I'm trying to get rid of that mindset, but damn. So yeah. well on you, Jeff. Uh, thank you for sending that in, man. It means a lot that you're so supportive and you're, you're, you're interacting with us and, and getting value. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. We appreciate it. Send in as many as you want. Um, anybody out there, uh, again, go to Spotify, the episode, go to the, uh, it'll say anchor fm.com backslash voice message. Click on that. And you can leave us a message, ask us a question, something you want us to talk about anything, a problem you're having that you might want us to like delve into and give our, and you, we can leave, you can be anonymous too, if you like, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, uh, we, we'd appreciate it. So, and, uh, cause any way that we can help or add value to your life, man, that's, that's what we're, that's all, that's our mission here, man. So, um, yeah. So thanks for those messages and let's keep that going. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think we're good on that for now. So, um, other than that, man, the, uh, in, into this past week, uh, just real quick, I was, I had taken a week off before the last episode and then I went back and I think I went back a little bit too quick, man. And my, my knee and my shoulder were, were still not feeling correct. So I took another week and I just trained once within those two weeks. And, uh, that was, man, I say it over and over, but sometimes you just need, you really need to just have the discipline to just take a step back and let your body heal for a week or two, because then you can go back and you feel, you feel good. You know, you feel a lot better in there and you're not thinking in the back of your mind, like, fuck, is my arm going to fucking fall off while I'm rolling and shit, you know, cause, cause of, cause of the pain you're facing. So, and I know it's hard to do that in, in jujitsu. I put up that meme with like, um, it was like a jujitsu. It had a picture of like a broken hand and it was like a jujitsu injury. You should definitely not be training with. And then he was putting a bandaid on it <laughs> and the bandaid said more jujitsu, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's usually what we do. Right. We just go, uh, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just avoid this knee. That's not bending correctly. And, um, I'll, I'll learn to, I'll learn to roll without it, you know? So, but, uh, yeah, but it felt good and get back last night, man. Felt good of course wake up two weeks of feeling good wake up sore as a motherfucker now but uh that's you know that's how it goes so how about you man yeah been getting some some days in it's it's been hard with work and everything and we just had the baby shower this last weekend so that was fun but uh good good times man um definitely feel like you know like professors taking it to a next level like just you know what was really cool is like last week he was really just chatting with us before class started, you know, like just, we were all sitting on the mats and he was really talking about, you know, like his outlook on jujitsu and, you know, how it's impacted his life and, and just 
really being an amazing leader and mentor to all of us. And you could tell everything he was saying was really resonating with all the guys. And I even text him afterwards saying, man, you know, you're taking us to another level and just super grateful for your guidance. And, you know, I know we've been talking about goals and mentorship, like the last couple of episodes, and he just really embodied that, like what we've been sharing and how important mentors are for your life. And so it was a really good experience to have him sit there. And he was talking about the belts, even like, you know, you know, how a black belt doesn't make him smarter or better human than us. Like, it just means that he's put more time on the mats, you know, like, and just really laying it out. And, you know, not only is he just saying this stuff, but he actually lives it, you know, as I've started training there for the last two years, I've watched him really grow as an athlete, even, you know, and, and, you know, you can see like, he's been working out consistently and, and really putting in a lot of work on, you know, you know, the, you know, strength training and stuff like that outside of already teaching classes and doing so much at the academy. And I've started to watch, like, not only has he physically gotten stronger and more athletic, and he lives that lifestyle of a professional athlete, you know, which is a good example for all of us who are trying to live this lifestyle as, you know, not uh, only as like jujitsu players, but trying to be a better human, you know, being more healthy and, and mentally and physically. But mentally i've seen this calm come about him where he's sharing this wisdom and just really showing up as like a mentor that really embodies like the philosophy he's trying to put out through jujitsu and that's been like really breathtaking for me to like because i watch every i'm just super observant like i'm always watching people for any inconsistencies or uh for any little details that will help me follow their advice even more you know like watching him explain moves sometimes i'll just watch like more like what he's doing with his hands and how he's holding the gi or whatever. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's how it works. Like he turns his wrist a certain way or whatever it is. I try to watch those nuances, those little details um, that you can easily miss if you're not observant, you know? And so now I'm like also picking up on his life advice and the way he's showing up as a leader and as a mentor. And uh, that's something special about mentors is the way they, they share their journey like it comes from a place of true like strife and struggle where they've gone through things that they're sharing with you. They're not just saying it, they've actually lived it. They've gone through it. And in that comes this like ability for them to show you that what you're struggling with, not only is it temporary, but it's also worth it. Like continue on this journey. You're, you're making progress. And to me, like I said, I'll never stop bragging about like, he's the best black belt. He's the best professor. Like he's, you know, cream of the crop to me, just intrinsically what he holds, not only on the mats, but just as a human and, uh, you know, his belief in all of us, you know, the other day, you know, a new a guy came, he's been gone for a while and he's like, ah, now you get to roll with Will and see how good he's doing. And I was just like caught off guard, you know, cause my belief isn't up to the level that my professor has in me yet. And, uh, that's what mentors do. They see value in you when you don't see it in yourself and they call it out of you at all times. And to have that in my life, I'm tremendously grateful for it. So shout out to Sir Victor and uh, Rivalry Jiu-Jitsu. I'm blessed and honored to be a part of it. So that's that yeah, a rant for you. Right on, yeah. And Jiu-Jitsu in general, man. You know, like all the listeners at different gyms, and I'm sure they feel the same about their professor. And it's just being a part of the culture of Jiu-Jitsu and that lifestyle. And everything you just named about Victor and what's going on there goes on at a lot of gyms, you know, and that's why jujitsu is so beautiful because of the mentorship and the leaders that we have access to guys who have spent years and years working on something they're passionate about and now are sharing it with us, you know, and uh, 
yeah so we're we're lucky to have that and also he was probably the guy that came back after a long time that was his way to say roll with the guy who you used to be even with motherfucker you know like roll with the guy who you used to be equal with and see see what happens when you miss jujitsu you know that that's a possibility too you know so because that happens yeah. man you got guy guy will stop going for a while and then you come back and the guy that you were even with is like way better than you now you know and then you're like shit man i can't i don't want to miss i don't want to miss anymore you know so yeah well it's the feedback that jujitsu gives you too it's like mm-hmm. holy shit i I have made progress because it's so hard to see progress at times. You see that same person in the mirror over and over and you don't, you don't even notice your own progress. You don't give yourself the credit that you deserve and to have a mentor that does it and believes in you is wonderful. But the, the guy that came back, he actually moved to Costa Rica and uh, with his family and they're freaking, he's living the life, bro. Like he trains jujitsu like three hours a day in the morning and does like more nogi and stuff. But uh, he like Tom DeBlas and those guys are out there. They're doing seminars and all this cool stuff. So he's doing a lot. Like, so That's he dope. isn't like away oh. from jiu-jitsu. He just is away from our academy. Um, and he misses it, you know. But oh, even okay. he was sharing like the way he learns jujitsu out there is different than what's going on in our academy. And um, you know, the progress he's made out there is different from what he makes when he's underneath our coach, you know, our professor. So uh, it just goes to show that I'm right about how awesome freaking my professor is so <laughs> there's like everybody who's listening is like oh, all right william you want to argue about this you want to have an argument motherfucker please bring it <laughs> i don't like to say my guy's the best i just like to say i'm i respect him and i think he's awesome and i think there's a lot of great black belts out there i don't like to put the best fucking uh title on people just because it's a disrespect to me to all the other people who are really like i don't want to start a battle of like let's argue about who's the best and shit but i think they're fucking awesome you know like uh, you know i get to learn from awesome professors you know i get to learn from you know mike kusi who's a fucking wizard man he's a wizard man you know when it comes to knowledge and um you know black belt like 11 years and shit lifetime of training um i get to learn from johnny tama who's a you know um adult world champion so i mean just just the fact like i said to be around these guys i don't like to say these are the for me i don't like to say these are the best this is the best place these are the best guys but jujitsu is the best in general you know I, i i just love what it gives us and so that's why i sit here and do this uh this podcast you know so well i mean where you seek offense you will find it so if you take what i'm sharing uh because i can only speak from my personal experience yeah and from my personal experience i have and this gratitude and passion towards the value that's been given to me by this person uh who is a black belt so it, it, to me, I don't compete in life. Like I don't look like, oh, I'm better than you, or this is better than yours, or mine's better than. I don't compare or compete like in those ways. So for, if you're hearing this and going, oh yeah, well my black, that's like, dude, that's stuff you do when you're like four years old. Like my dad will beat up your dad. Like I'm not doing that. I'm True. just saying, hey, this is where I'm finding value. So if you let go of the fence and you go, okay where does what is he seeing and how is he he taking so much gratitude and where is he getting all this joy from that experience and how can i find that in my own experience that's how you should compare it not as if this black belt is better than that black belt because if you got the black belts in the room they wouldn't even be competing they wouldn't even try to do that they would be like oh cool how hey what can i learn from you because really one thing i picked up from my professor the most is dude, I am pretty sure he wants to learn more than the white belts that come in all excited. Right. Like I remember being a white belt and going, dude, like seeing the ocean of jujitsu and all that I can learn. I swear to you, my professor is a better learner than all of us. Like, even though we're the newer ones, you know, he doesn't stop learning. So 
to me, that's what I find valuable. And you may see things completely different as valuable, like, oh, well, my professor has this experience or does this in this way. That's maybe what you see. And, and that is really what creates your reality. And I just happen to live in this reality that uh, I get to express my gratitude and my joy in my experience with this mentor and professor. And I don't want to hold back on my joy as if someone else will take it as disrespect because someone else is qualified in a different way or has more, you know, whatever it is. Like I said, I'm not sharing in order to compete with you as far as, oh, well, my black belt is better than yours as if it, he, I own him or something like that. I'm just sharing the joy I have in experiencing growth from jujitsu because of this human being. And uh, if you have that same value, uh, let's not argue about, you know, the you know, like little kids do, let's actually share just the immense value in each one of these uh, leaders and mentors that are sharing jujitsu with us. Yeah. I like digging into your words is all I like digging into it. It makes for good conversation, you know? So like, if to me, like with it, with, uh, this is just a fucking conversation about like, I don't really, I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting, uh, I don't take offense or anything. Of course. Um, I understand you freaking love Victor and you know, um, you love rivalry and all that. I get it. You know, like we all, we all love jujitsu, but all I'm saying is like, if you, and this is way off, it really doesn't even matter to speak about this, but fuck it. Um, if to me, if you, it's the same of like, like practicing non-judgment that, that means, you know, and that's just on a deep level, man, like practicing non-judgment is the good and the bad. So as soon as you put judgment on something, then, you know, as soon as you compare and it's even if you're saying you're not being competitive when you when you say something is the best then all of a sudden it becomes you're saying like you're putting your flag in the ground like this is the best and then it becomes a compare and there's someone who may be like no this is the and then all of a sudden you get in this conversation like this is the best this is the best well and, and judgments judgment spark that you know like putting a label um, on something you know labeling something as anything this is the worst this is the best you know what I mean? It just is. That's the way I look at it. I'm not saying you have to look at it that way. I'm just saying that's the way that I, I look at it. That's a pretty rough statement of judgment. You know, it's like usually judgment uh, in my context of it uh, comes with lack. Like it's saying, okay, well, because we have to plant flags and cut, like there's a certain amount of this pie in life. And you know, if I have this black belt and this black belt, it's, it's really, you're, you're really like, you know, zooming in on something that, and making it a judgment when it really is just a personal experience and someone expressing a personal experience. Uh, if I was criticizing other academies or taking away from, you know, how other black belts are showing up and telling them shouldn't do it that way and they should do it his way, maybe that would be a judgment. But just expressing, uh, it's like, for me, when I brag about a D or I, I brag or, or share about you or, or impact you've had on me or Jeff or anyone um, holding back that, like that validation, that edification uh, is really the issue with life. Like I think people, most people don't ever get support and, and uh, encouragement in life. It's highly lacking. Like the, you well, know, the encourage, encouragement, uh, don't mean to cut you. Well, I do, but I just want to get that in there before you keep going and shit, but in, encouragement, encouraging somebody, which is all I fucking do. Encouraging motherfucker. Everyone around me is going to get fucking encouraged. I don't give a fuck who you are. You're getting encouraged and you're going to see a bigger vision of yourself if you fucking come in my presence. So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the judgment that goes with it. 
You know what I mean? That, I think there's a difference because encouragement and building somebody up or saying somebody's awesome is one thing, you know what I mean? But then placing the judgment on their awesomeness is a different thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think that it's like I said, when you seek offense, you'll find it. When you seek judgment, you'll find it. Um, you labeling what I said as judgment is judgment of what I said, not what I said being judgmental. You get what I'm saying? I'm yes. like flipping it back on you. Um, so, and, and like I said, we can argue about judgment all the time if we want, but um, to me, like I said, it's, it's, it's my personal experience of value that I'm, I'm get, getting from this you know, person in this academy in this place. And you can use that as a competition to prove that yours is better because you can take and judge the value of what I'm saying compared to the value you're getting from your academy. Or you can use that as an ability to go, oh shit, he's getting that much value out of you know, his professor, what ways am I getting value out of my professor and share that too? You know, it's not like I'm saying, Oh no, no, I don't want to hear about the value you get. I just want you to hear about my value. And I don't want to hear about yours. Uh, yours isn't as much as mine, or it's not as good as mine. I'm just simply sharing my experience. And like I said, I think like, I, I wanted to throw this contrast at you about work, uh, like your job, like workplace, you know, environment and community, and then the yeah. BGJ community, because it kind of ties into what we're talking about. Like, I was at work the other day, and I was seeing how the guys were interacting with each other and how they're making jokes and they're talking to each other and they're laughing. And, you know, it's a good environment. A, there's some pretty cool people. I think you, you mentioned that about the last job you had. There was, it was cool people, you know, you got to talk with them, you got to hang out with them. Um, and I know you like chatting with people and new people and meeting people and sharing life, like stories with them, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I was watching everyone. I'm like, dude, like really like work has really become for most people, the only environment they get that kind of interaction. And some of them, they go to work and it's not even that interaction. It's a shitty environment. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm like, holy shit, we've created an environment on this podcast that's supportive and encouraging and like passionate and then in jujitsu, like, that's what it's all about. Like we're learning, we're growing, we're pushing ourselves. We're, you know, supportive and encouraging. And I'm like, wait a minute. What if that's why people get like, maybe you don't love the job that you're at. I don't know. Maybe you do. And if you do, hell yeah. But if you don't, and you're just stuck there because that's the only place you get acknowledged or you get validated in any way, even if it's just joking and, and bantering back and forth about how hard, like, oh, I got to go to work another day, you know, whatever it is, the banter that you're giving maybe that's the only time you're getting acknowledged or seen, you know, and, and at home you're just in this like rut and you're just, you know, cause I've been there and it was just really cool to see like the impact that an environment like this podcast or BJJ has on you. And then it's like, you start striving and seeing different things in life that are exciting. Like, I think that's why a lot of people in BJJ are more entrepreneur and like they're starting their own things or they're more, they want to free themselves from like a job like that because they don't need it anymore like they don't need that kind of community because they get it elsewhere and it frees them up to actually start looking into their passions and their desires and going wait a minute you know like you know a lot of people are striving in jiu-jitsu to free them do other things and reach out and like really free themselves in other ways you know like lock us brand like uh you know d and chris and uh soto are doing uh, and jeff he's going back and working on stuff and wants to do bjj full-time and all that irving like, yeah, all the stuff you brand. do yeah. What's that? Your boy Irving, relentless yeah. brand. Yeah. yeah. He just wants to give back to jujitsu, you know? Like yeah. he does that just to give back and sponsor athletes to go train and compete. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, there's something to that. Like, what do you think about that? Um, I think that 
Well, first off, I think that it's good for you. I'm, you know, like you said, the contrast of, of life, the yin and the yang, there's no black without white. So for you to be in a job like that is there's a lot of benefits other than the paycheck that you're getting from it. You're able to observe a lot of shit, you know, and uh, it's probably even giving you more of a fire to want to, to, to free, to be free, man, because, and, and I think that's why jujitsu guys are on, like you said, are entrepreneurs, man, or a lot of guys, a lot of guys, because it's the first time in your life where you're like, okay, I found something that I, I'm, I really fucking love. And then when you find something that you really love and you start putting your time into it, you realize like, why am I doing shit? I don't love. Why the fuck am I doing shit? I don't love. This is how, you know, this is how it's supposed to feel coming to do something that you love every day. You know, something that I won't miss. I'm not getting paid that any is anybody, you know, fucking showing up and getting paid. No, you know, no one's getting paid to do that. They, they always ask that question. What would you do if you could do it for free or whatever? You know, if 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 you had all the money in the world, what would you do? Well, fucking, you know, I'd still be doing jujitsu, you know, whether I'm getting paid or not. So then you start thinking, well, shit, what can I do within this to get paid so I can just do what I fucking love doing all the time, you know? And, uh, you know, you see that being, being at a job. And also the other thing, man, about being at a job is when I was working this job here in San Diego for a couple of years, uh, it's, you really do, it's, it becomes your social network, it becomes your social time, you know, like you be doing, I'll be parenting and shit. Well, I'll get my training in. So that helps. But then you go and you're like, oh, you start becoming friends with these people and they become your you go to work to fucking work, but you're really just bullshitting. You're just there because you have to be, you know? And, uh, but then the other thing is you start, I got to see very clear. I start, I started mentally molding into the people that were around me and shit. You know, I'm like, fuck, everyone here is eating fucking this garbage ass food that just got brought in. Um, they don't even see anything wrong with it. They're drinking sodas and fucking laughing and eating garbage and fucking well, shit, let me, let me get a plate of that, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, um, it's easy to get sucked into a, to an undisciplined lifestyle when you're around undisciplined people all the time. So um, that's the other thing powerful about jujitsu is you're, you're getting around people who are disciplined. You know, you got to be very disciplined to schedule time to go learn a craft that is basically, you know, killing people with your hands a few times a week, you know, and that's what it is you know, that's what the fuck it is. I, I mean, not to sound violent, but I feel confident that I could kill a man with my hands, you know, now at this point I, I could, I never felt that way before. Even when I was a cop, I was like, well, if I got to kill him, I'm gonna shoot his ass. I didn't think I could kill him with my hands, but now I'm like, fuck, that's a, that's a, that's a big, I mean, I know I'm kind of going off the topic, but that's a, and if you haven't started jujitsu and you want to, you know, can you, that's when you're walking around with your family out in public and someone comes up and, and assaults your kid. Can you kill him with your hands? Because I can, you know, I can kill a motherfucker. I don't need a weapon. And jujitsu has given me that, you know? So yeah, well, again, that's off topic, but the job thing, man. Yeah. That's uh, well to touch on like that self-defense thing. I know D shared that that's something that motivated him to get started. So maybe that's going to motivate people to get started, you know? Uh, but I also think there's an extra layer of that where it's like to have that ability and that confidence because you've done the hard work, um, and not have to do it. Like the thing that you can also do is you could take someone down and hold them on the ground and they could do nothing about it and they would be stuck there and they couldn't get up and they would be, 
very like in a bad position and you could, you didn't, you won't have to hurt them. Exactly. That is heroic to me. Like, could you imagine someone trying to assault my, like one of our professors, like in public, not knowing that they're a black belt and then they're just being held on the ground, like totally like I'm bad and trying to violently attack them. And my professor, like our professor just sitting there like, bro, whatever. And they won't hurt them, even though they could easily quickly done. Yeah. You know, that kind of men that are and women that are leaders. And that's the kind of people that have power, but don't abuse it. Those are heroes. You know, that's the kind of, that's why I always say like, we need more black belts in this world because they will have the ability to cause great damage and harm, but they will have the humility and, and the grace not to that's inspiring. You know, yeah. that's the kind of confidence I want to cultivate. And that comes from like the training we're getting recently. Like I was saying, coaches lifting it, professors lifting it to another level by teaching us like in our roles, he's teaching us how to calm down, like slow down and like really like showing us some, like, like the context of what he's trying to get get us these concepts and it's like i noticed my roles they're not internally as stressful yeah. like before there was like a panic to it or a stress in it and now it's like my brain is slowly my internally i'm calming down and so by the time i'm done with all the roles i'm not like like really up like pumped and drained you know internally i feel more at peace and i don't know if you're getting there with your training i'm sure you are like just the way we talk about jujitsu and the way we're experiencing jujitsu now compared to like the polos we used to send each other before we started this podcast. Like, yeah. dude, I needed your encouragement after every single class. Like, I'm like, bro, I'm so beat up. Like I, I felt like my arms got ripped off. Like, I don't know if I can go tomorrow. And you're like, dude, go, you know, hop in the shower. We're going to get through this. Like we got this man. Like I was stressing, man. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where, what a blessing that is to like be at a state where dude, my throat is all hurt. And I'm like, dude, I'm on my way. Like I'm going, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, man. I don't know if you were experiencing that too. Like, has that shifted? Like, um, or, well, you have this like, love and like just peace there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I will. I'll touch on that. And, um, but real quick also, like I was thinking about like, imagine you were saying, imagine if you ran into a, you know, if you tried to assault like a, a black belt jujitsu professor and, you know, and, and they would be all calm and just like, just slowly squeeze you to the point where they don't put you out, but you're just like, fuck, I fucked up. You know, it's like having a Python wrapped around you and shit. And they're just talking shit in your ear. But then I was thinking that, yeah, the black belt will be nice. But if imagine if you assaulted like a fucking brown belt, brown belts are mean as a motherfucker, you know, that, that would be different. I feel like whenever I roll with brown belts is when I get the most fucked up. Black belts don't fuck you up as much, but brown belts, That's I don't a judgment. Know. That's yeah. a judgment. So far my, through my experience. I get my ass beat every time it's a brown belt. I'm like, fuck, man. I don't know what it is, but why are you fucking so mean? You know, shit. <laughs> they're just mad. They're not black belts or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get my ass whooped now by Ryan's going to rip my head off. But they're mad. They're not black belts yet or something. Cause man, they whoop your ass. You yeah, know? they do, man. No, no. Holds Bro, barred, chill. Man. Like, fucking, like, I get it. You're a brown belt. <laughs> God damn. You ripped my face off. <laughs> so judgmental. <laughs> Yeah, man. So yeah, there's that. Oh, and then yeah, the calm. Yeah, that's that's a process. We had a white belt last night. It was his first night. He pre he practiced in college. He was probably about 40, early 40s, super strong guy his first night. And uh we rolled and his first thing he told me, he was like, Yeah, man, I just want to like, I don't want to be the guy that's spazzing, you know, and he's super strong. And uh, so he's like, Maybe I can start in your guard and I can uh, you know, I just don't want to spaz and like the the first thing he did, bro, was just go strong nuts on me, you know, just strong nutso. And, uh, you know, I, 
kind of, you know, I just kind of let him, I didn't, I, I swept him once and put him a little pressure, but just let him kind of like try to choke me and shit and uh, try to figure it out. But um, he was super, it's just like, it's funny seeing the progression, you know, like a brand new guy like that, who's just, he's trying, he, he literally said, I'm going to try to be calm. And he was using all of his strength, all of his energy, breathing hard, fucking going nuts, you know, during the roll and shit, just fucking so stressed out. You know, I'm just like laying there. I'm like, I almost just, I was just laying there like, all right, choke me, you know? And I'm, I have this guy on me who's just fucking spazzing to death, you know? And, uh, you know, and it's a progression. And afterward I told him like, bro, this is, you know, jujitsu is a skill, but being calm during a fire is also a skill. And that's what you, you're going to learn that as you move along, you know, like you want to focus on that, not, you know, you want to focus on the technique, but you also want to focus on being as calm as you can, because the higher the fucking, the higher the skill level of these guys, the more calm they are, the more calm killers they are, you know, the better you are, the less you stress out when you're rolling. And that's just how it is. And it's, I think it's a progression as we move along, as we get better, you know, we don't have to try so goddamn hard. And uh, yeah, so that's been something I've had to work on a lot, you know, and I've, I've gotten to that point, you know, where I feel, I feel a lot more calm when I roll, I can flow. Um, I also, like we talked about before, I've been microdosing with the psilocybin and it gives me a really in the moment, open heart, calm, you know, just relaxed. Last time we rolled, me and Steve rolled and I was microdosing that day and he didn't know, but he was like, bro, you're pretty carefree today, man. We're in your roles. I'm like, yeah, man, thanks to the fucking psilocybin, bro. You know, like, uh, it just really puts you in a calm state. And, uh, you know, I'm a, again, big plant medicine advocate. Um, I'm a big marijuana fan. I like to smoke marijuana before jujitsu. That also, that also gives me a really calm meditative, flow. I mean, I can still go hard and shit, but I don't give a fuck what happens in the roles. And that really helps your jujitsu when you don't give a fuck what happens. You know, you should never go into your, your roles with your partners, hoping that you win, you know, you should just, just see if you can try some shit. If it doesn't work, oh, well, learn how to get out of side control after that, whatever, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that's, anyhow. you know, it's, it's like, uh, I know, you know, this, cause we've listened to Will Smith for a long time. I bought his book recently, uh, that new one he put out freaking cool dude and he talked right in the beginning of it about that wall that he built you know like the goal of how big that wall was and what he had to accomplish was so overwhelming to him and impossible but the perspective he got was like no 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 i'm here to do this one brick i'm gonna lay this one brick perfectly and then i'm gonna move to the next brick and the only thing i focus on is one brick one brick at a time you know, you take care of the days, the years will take care of themselves. You know, same thing with the bricks. You just take care of each brick and the wall will take care of itself. Same thing for jujitsu, you know, we're, you know, and that applies to our life, you know, with me and my wife, like she's pregnant, you know, we got like five more weeks left before she has this baby and dude, it's exhausting. It truly is. And I'm trying to learn to have my emotional ring where the day she's really struggling with her feelings and what she's going through, she can say, you know what, like she can come at me with, like intensity, right? Like upset and just, you know, she's in a bad mood, totally understandable. It's that little baby crawling around in your stomach, you know, but I can hold that calm, that peace that you're talking about, you know, and not be a spazzy white belt in my marriage. And so when you take that on the mats, it's, it really is like, I think your internal systems get ignited when someone's grabbing your throat and dude, it's intense. We know this from being on like law enforcement, like a fights for your life. They, they drive this, like that adrenaline and that it connects to your nervous system. And it's almost, it's just automatic. You just get into that spazzy, like 
go internal system to save your life, right? Jiu-jitsu, you can't just turn that off, that human ability. It just happens. And to see the progression in us as jiu-jitsu players, and, and dude, I'm far from, you know, I've just laid a few bricks. I'm nowhere near getting that wall complete. You know, I'm not to a black belt level in any aspect, you know, the mindset of it. But I do notice the progression and the difference between someone like a white belt that, yeah, my goal, I'm going to be calm and then off the freaking rails, you know? Mm -hmm. And dude, most of that time, it's just simply your mind. It's your internal systems. And to, to be at a place where, you know, our professor is teaching us to calm that system down. It's like I said, that's why I like, man, he's the best. I get so excited about learning from him is because he's touching things that are so important and so applicable all areas of your life you know it's so important to know that you know even if you are like at the movies with your family and you get attacked by someone staying calm during that is so important dude we know that from being cops like you can't be all panicked and freaking out you know when you walk into chaos you've got to be that calm in that storm you got to you know order everyone around tell them what to do to fix it all and getting panicked you know, when you're in a fight for your life, it's not what you want, dude. The uh, experience I had when I rolled, like there's a newer white belt. He's built like Brock Lesnar, dude. He's giant. He's like a freaking juggernaut. And this last role I had with him, I was really working on like, okay, my point in this is not to win this role. I want him to be so exhausted and wore out and just cannot have an answer to, to do anything to me. I'm smaller than him. I want to wear him out. And dude, we were rolling and I, you know, I had like, I was taking his back and everything I was doing and he was just getting tired. He was still strong, but you could tell he was getting, his energy was going down and down and down. And I was tired too, but I just wasn't as tired as him. That's it. You know, it's not like I was going to get through it and just be like, whatever, that was nothing, you know, I'm tired, but I could tell that like he was more tired. And I was like, wow, like that's, that's what you get when you stay calm. Yeah. Like, that's the beauty yeah. of it. That's, that's one of the beautiful things, I, bro. I've said it before too on here, but man, I love that portion of jujitsu. I love the, uh, okay. I love the portion where, you know, as you stay calm and you're uh, the guy you're rolling with gets tired, there's, and, and I'm that guy some, a lot of times fucking too, you know, I'm, I'm on the other end of it. I get fucking tired and my opponent's not, and I'm like, fuck you know, fuck. Okay. Fuck. Here we go. Rest of the round getting smashed, you know? And, uh, but when you get to cook somebody, you know, when you get to like, when you feel them like they're getting tired and then you get to apply the pressure and like, let them think about life and their soul and fucking that type of shit, bro. That's some, that's my favorite part of jujitsu, man. That's my favorite part of jujitsu when, you know, like that right there, putting and getting in that position, but putting somebody in that position, you know, where there's, you know, you, you, I'm not submitting you, so you can't tap, but I'm going to cook you right here, you know, and not to be a dick or anything, but I, it's, it's personal growth, like a motherfucker, you know, to be able to give that to somebody is, uh, it's powerful, man. You know? Yeah. We do that on this podcast. You know, we do that in our chats daily, you know, we're, we're cooking like the philosophy or the idea that we're living into or the, the desire we're trying to create. Like we've done that with this podcast. I was telling you the other day, I get so excited to do the podcast now. There was yeah. a time where we were talking about doing a podcast and I was terrified of the idea. And then there was a time we were doing a few episodes and I'm like, oh man, no one's going to listen to this. And I was so scared and doubtful. And then there was a time where I'm like, well, maybe this is a good idea. You think I can, man, I just don't have the, time. I don't know if I can make the time. And now it's like, dude, I don't care what we, what do we got to do? What day? Let's switch it. Let's do this. Like I, we, I want to do this podcast. Let's go. You yeah. know? So 
live into your desires, go through the struggle and, and the adversity long enough so they can, they can become a comfort and like a joy in your life. Like, well, maybe not a comfort, but like the striving has meaning, right? Yeah. Like there's so much more meaning into this podcast now because we've been doing it for a while and it's, you know, reaching people and like, there's so much meaning to jujitsu for me now and same for you. Yeah. And it's exactly. just like, dude, don't quit too early because you don't, you don't dig out the freaking treasure, the meaning of the struggle and the, the, the strife. And on top of that, like we choose the difficulty we go to now. It's not our environment giving us difficulty because as I grow up, like when I grew up as a kid, I had all this adversity in my life and it poured on me by other people's bullshit, you know, like yeah. my parents and stuff like that. I was at the mercy of all their their shit and their adversity because nothing I did. And now like every day I choose the adversity of my life. I choose to go to jujitsu and I choose to face that difficulty in my life because it's my choice. And that shifts how I experience every other aspect of my life. When I'm getting into it with my wife or I'm going to work at a job that I don't is not connected to my purpose. I'm like, mm, okay, what do I choose to see here? What's the opportunity? What's the, the goal here? What, what am I working towards? And if I'm working towards Maybe I'm pivoting and I'm moving, failing forward even. Because in a role, like 90, like coach said this last night, he's like 90% of what you do in a role doesn't work. You don't get all upset because you end up getting that one move that works. Boom, you did it. Great. But really, if you look at that, you're like, dude, I failed pretty much the entire role. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If you look at it as like, oh, your moves didn't work. Yeah, I failed. But jujitsu teaches you, well done. That's what you're supposed to be doing apply that to life and you'll get much more joy out of life. Big time. You're failing. Yeah. You're failing. If you're failing 90% of the time and you're doing that every night, you're basically failing most of the time that you're in jujitsu. And then you look back, you fell for, you fell for a year, fucking 90% of the time you're failing and you look back and you got way fucking better. And that's, that's with everything, man. So just like the, uh, and I know you got to go here, but just like the remaining calm during a role and, man, that mirrors directly into life, you know, um, remaining calm in the moment. Life can always be, life will be tough. It can be a struggle, but the, really the, the, the mastery in life is bringing yourself into the moment and remaining calm, regardless of what's coming at you. And that way you can navigate like a boss, you know, you can navigate like a King. That's how Kings walk through life, you know, like calm and in the moment, you know, because when, when you get to that point and nothing can bother you, you, you become in this, like you can't be stopped, you know? And, and jujitsu gives us that police work gave us that, you know, shit can be, someone could get stabbed right next to me and shit. I'm not, it doesn't bother me. I'll be calm and I'll, I'll do what I have to do, you know? Yeah. So, um, and the other side of that is like remaining calm. Like after a lot of PTSD that affected me is, is being calm in very minuscule circumstances, like going to the grocery store, my kids fighting and it jolts me and I get upset that doesn't match the circumstance. So oh, the yeah, learning yeah. of it's also like being applied to have that emotional range through life where something little happens and I don't fall to pieces when something big happens. I'm like, I'm locked in. I'm good to go. And my wife's like, man, like tiny happens and you freak out. But when something big happens, you're right on task, you know? And it's like, ah, you're right. I got to improve that. And that's what coaches teach me in jujitsu. That's what my wife is teaching me in life and thing, you know? So for me, you know, and I, and I've bragged about the other black belt, Chris Matakis as well. So I feel that I share the love belts, uh, equally, uh, just to go back on how we were saying about judging black belts and stuff and comparing them. But, um, yeah. I love all black belts. I think if the world had more, we'd, it'd be a better place, but, um, but yeah, dude, I think 
like we're saying, that column, dude, is important. And and I really believe that look how much we failed at this podcast. Really, we started as white belts. Like we didn't know what the hell we we're doing. And we're we failed our way here and we've built confidence in like I was telling you the other morning, I was driving to work. Dude, I desire more of what like my heart is calling me to do now. Like I, I it's losing the intensity or the fear of failing that it used to have when mm-hmm. I didn't like I wasn't living into it as much as I am doing this podcast and going to jujitsu and doing things I love now that I choose. Like, no wonder people get so caught up and numb and work because they feel like they don't have a choice anymore. They have to go to work. They have to do this. They have to pay the bills. And when you start eking out little aspects of your life and your ability to choose what you want in your life, it starts opening up an idea that you can live into it and you can actually have what you want. You can live your dreams. You can, you can be that king in your kingdom because your life is your kingdom. That's your story. You're writing that story. You are the author. Like get out there and write a story that's worth remembering. That's worth reading. That's like amazing. Like I am listening to Will Smith's story, right? Yep. And everybody has the, the ability to, to write their own story, man. And you can bleed. You're the main character, man. You know, um, like, uh, you know, Rogan has mentioned that uh, Rogan has a quote where he talks about that, you know, like be the hero of your story, man, you know, and that's some literal shit, like make the, make the vision in your head of what you want to be and write that story and be that person and start today. That's the power of the moment. You don't have to worry about the past. You can start today becoming the person that you want to be and move forward with that and create the life that you want to create you know, and that's possible for everybody. There's enough abundance for everybody. Abundance is a mindset that you need to develop and anybody can be wherever they want to be. There's nothing stopping you, but yourself and the belief that you have in yourself, you know? Yep. So, and that's found through your support system thing. And then it's earned. Don't think that life is just going to hand you your story because you think, you know, you just want it. It's going to be earned. It's going to, you're going to be that spazzy white belt trying to create the life you want. And you're going to be like, my goal is to be calm and you're going to be freaking out the whole time and screwing up and failing. And that's exactly what takes you to the next step. And the next step, that's where you should be. Fail your way towards your dreams and, and remove the judgment of your failing. You know, don't think that you're going to get a shortcut or it's going to be easy. It's going to like, it literally, sometimes it feels like it's impossible. You can't do that. You know, because we're so caught up in the mundane and the, what society says we have to do. It's like, hell no, you got to, you got to earn this shit. You want a free life, earn it. Yeah. But it's not really percent of people that do it. Choose that. Yeah. You got to. Yeah, exactly. When you say earn it. Yeah. There's, there's obviously there's struggles that come along with creating the life that you want, but earning it. I mean, if your whole day is set up doing things that you enjoy doing, if what you're building or what you're doing, you really enjoy doing it. You're not doing it just for money then you don't give a fuck about the struggle. It becomes fun to you. You know, like the struggle is nothing like to me, building things is if I'm doing, if I love it, there is no struggle in that, you know, it's just creating and doing shit. I like, you know, Yeah. and yeah, that, that's yeah, most the- of us don't start there though. You know, it's how long have you been working towards this? You've been, you've been creating visions for your life. You've been dreaming and, and trying to iron out what it is you really want in life for a long time. And yeah. you've been to it. You've been speaking it into the world for a long time. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Sometimes, like you say, you remember how you're saying, like, you got to believe it before you even have evidence for it, right? Yes. And that's what, like, you've been doing for a long time. When other people, like, they made fun of you for saying it. And you're like, fuck it. I'm staying with it. Like, yeah. you got to earn it. And that's how you earn it. You earn your stripes through it by taking that on it and living it even when, like, the truth is, is so hard sometimes because it, 
it reveals to you like this is what I want and what this truth is my life's all got all kinds of garbage and shit in my way mm-hmm. that's, yeah that has created a huge gap for me getting it holy shit and sometimes that is a weight to carry and that's why you shouldn't carry it alone yeah and bro, this, this, yeah. And that's the, be careful every, what you, every time we get, I, I need to leave. We do. This. I know. Fuck. That's the, be careful what you wish for thing, because when you create your vision and it's different from your life at the time, and this is why people don't do it, then comes the sacrifice because you can lose, you can lose everything. You can lose your career. You can lose your wife. You can lose your, you can lose everything in a, an attempt to walk toward the vision that God has actually put in your heart and not the vision that society has given you. You know, so this is let's talk more about this topic on the last one, because I mean, on the next one, because this is a good topic. And I think we're both very passionate about this. So we'll start the next one from this angle. Yeah, the losing thing, like it's more of a shedding thing, because I feel like like what you're saying is like how you're talking about the psychedelics are making you more calm and peaceful. I think that's just taking back, taking you back to who you've always been. That's your source, man. That's who you've always been. When you're a baby, you came out. That's who you were. And then we experience life and get the shit kicked out of us at times in life and in rejection and all the experiences. And we harden and, and we kind of reject and, and judge and do all those things to kind of protect ourselves. And we get away from who we truly are. And so this journey of getting calm and peaceful and, and living your dreams, it's just taking you back to who you've always been. It's a full circle. Yeah. You know, that's what exactly it's all about. What it is. So yeah, let's talk about this more on the next Re- one. Removing the veils, you. removing the veils of the ego, man, slowly. Yeah. That's what it is. So anyhow, all right. Thanks for listening. William's got to go um, give a give a child ride, and uh, and we will talk to you on the next one. Send us a voice message. We we would appreciate it. Give us a question, whatever. Talk shit yeah. to William, whatever you want to do. Rate review on iTunes and and, and Spotify if you can. And uh, dude, that stuff is tremendous. Share share this with people. You know, we're we're connecting with other people in other states and other countries, dude. Yeah, freaking it's awesome. Amazing. I would Love do this guys. show. I would do this show every day if we could, man. Do an hour show yeah. every morning, you know? That would be dope. Maybe we'll get to that point. Who knows? And uh, all right. Um, I'll talk to you later, man. Take care, yeah. everybody. Thanks for listening. We love you. And uh, yeah, gratitude for you. Peace and love. Until next time. So yep. motherfucker.